right, all right, all right. It is absolutely that time. Time to get started. Thank you so much for downloading today's episode of Carl Buys Houses. My name's Carl Krenzel, your host here today, here to help you with your real estate questions. Thank you so much for downloading today's episode. Now today, I'm going to be honest with you. Today, I'm a little upset. (laughs) You know, I'm going to talk with you today about why Realtor.com is 100% wrong. Oh, gosh. Wrong, wrong, wrong. Why Realtor.com is wrong and giving out the absolute worst advice you could possibly give. Now, to, uh, to preface this, let me just go ahead and say as a caveat, because I recognize that there are more than a few people who are listening to the podcast these days. And so let me just simply say that everything that I'm going to say is simply my opinion. It is only my opinion. And uh, I'm not trying to give you any kind of financial advice or what to do. Uh, I'm simply spouting off as it is, right? And that being said, I'd like to share with you a couple things that I think are really infuriating me about what's going on in the real estate space today. Now, there's an awful lot of traffic, mixed messages, if you will, depending on who you listen to as to the messages you're going to get about the real estate market. It's just cut and dry. I mean, a lot of people are going to give you a lot of different advice. And you've got to be really clear on the advice you're being given because everybody has a spin, including me. Now, the difference between me and many other people is I'm going to tell you my spin, right? I mean, here's the the truth. I mean, I'm a realtor here in Tucson, Arizona. I buy and sell homes. I flip homes. You know, I'm a real estate broker. I own my own company. I work for banks selling their foreclosures. And bless God, the banks don't listen to this podcast. You know, so a majority of the people that I do business with here in Tucson, Arizona, well, frankly, you know, they're not going to care what I say on a podcast. And so this enables me to say things to you that other people might not be able to say. I mean, think about it. From my perspective as a 24-year-old you know, veteran in this business, I don't have to report to a broker. I don't have to report to anybody. I don't have to. If somebody doesn't like what I say on a podcast, there's nobody they can call except me to complain to. They can't call my clients because my clients are banks and they don't care. They could call the Arizona Department of Real Estate and complain about me, but I'm not breaking any laws by sharing an opinion. And trust me, I've had plenty of hate mail of people suggesting that they're going to do that very thing. But nonetheless, that being said, today I have the obligation, you know, an obligation, if you will, Uh, I feel this obligation to scream from the rooftops with my experience about this devastation that is coming to the housing market. And it seems like I am the only person out there who's willing to confront the truth and say it like it is. Now, What's gotten under my saddle, if you will, is this article today that I've seen on Realtor.com. I'm going to leave a link to it there in the show notes for you. It's written by Claire Trapasso. 
It was written on May 28th. It's entitled, Forget About Recessionary Real Estate Bargains. Home prices are still rising. <laughs> Amen. I, I just wanted to add a little emoticon on the back end of that of that headline right there, like a little smiley face with two little hearts in the eyes, like, oh, I can't wait. Home prices are still rising. Are you insane? Are you insane? There are 40 million unemployed people in the United States. We are printing money by the trillions. And you have the audacity to write an article that says, forget about recessionary real estate bargains. Home prices are still rising. That's, that's, in, that's, that's the very same thing as that meme, you know, spinger, you, you've seen it. It's spinning around Twitter and some of these other places, right? It, it's, it's, it's of the Fed with the stock market. It, it's, the, it's a bulldozer carrying a plane, spinning it around in a circle as if the plane was flying. That's the very same advice you're getting from a lot of real estate agents today with the home prices. Ooh, look, the home prices are rising. Ooh, look, the interest rates are low. Bye, bye, bye. You know what you're forgetting is what's propping this up in the first place. What's propping this up is, is all this inflationary printing of money. Now, you may not have considered the dollar cost of this. But let's just quickly take a quick view of the economics of this. In Arizona alone, now I, I know a couple real estate agents listen to this show here in Arizona. And so I'm going to share with you something that you may or may not know. Arizona is going to share $441 million with the cities, the counties, and all the different little towns that have been affected by this coronavirus, right? <clears throat> Governor Doug Ducey has, has agreed to give out $441 million. As of today, May 28th, 2020, there have been 807 deaths in Arizona. Now, I don't want to say that any one of these deaths is any less tragic than the other. They're all sad. Of course, we all mourn the death of anyone. But to put it in real dollars, that equates to $546 and 500, I'm sorry, 546 thousand four hundred and sixty eight dollars nearly five hundred and fifty thousand dollars per death that the cities the counties and the towns in arizona are going to get nearly half a million dollars or over half a million dollars per death where did that money come from did you make it? Did you go out to your job and work in your car 
you know, how many ever hours you do, or, 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 or if you're a realtor, did you sell that many homes? Maybe if you're a, a, a truck driver, did you drive that many hours? If you're a nurse, did you treat that many patients to generate half a million dollars per person that died? No, you didn't. Nobody did. Everybody's sitting at home under the governor's orders. And now it's made worse by local governments refusing to open businesses or refusing to adhere to the governor's command or governor's orders. And, and when you think about it, okay, this entire thing has caused unemployment to spike in Arizona to over 14%. That's what we can that's what we can record is 14%. That's not counting the people who've who've just not even filed. At, to give you some perspective for this, in the height of the Great Recession, unemployment in Arizona didn't reach much but more than 10%. And it took a couple months to get there. A couple years. In Arizona, we did that in months. In April, estimates range conservatively to, what, 506,000 unemployed Amer uh, Arizonans in, in, in Arizona alone. Over half a million people unemployed. If you take that same metric, that $441 million that they're going to give to the cities, the counties, the, the, that's $871 a job. And I'm infuriated. And look, in Arizona, they've got 66 days to figure this out. Arizona, okay, the federal benefits, the pandemic unemployment insurance benefits, that runs out at the end of July. And the session, they just went, they just went out of session. That's your taxpayer dollars at work. Now, there's three ways that they can address this. They can address this by cutting government spending, which you and I both know they're not going to do. They're going to keep printing money, keep sending stimulus checks, keep doing everything they can to kick this can down the road, but there's no more road to kick it to. They could raise taxes, but how are you going to raise taxes on people that aren't employed? So what do they do? The only other alternative they have is print more money. I said this would happen months ago. I said when the housing market, you, you think the housing market's good, but when the housing market hits, hits any kind of hiccup, your interest rates are so low, where are you going to go? And now you're at zero. And they're talking about going into negative rates. And if you print money, that by nature is inflation and this is exactly why your house prices are rising and this is exactly why you see people like claire trapasso at the realtor.com writing articles saying forget about recessionary recessionary real estate bargains home prices are still rising of course they are when you print more money you create inflation you create more you, you, you devalue the purchasing power of your dollar. It takes more dollars to buy what ordinarily it wouldn't have, it couldn't have cost you before. That's why, that's why everything costs more money. 
And then when you couple that with artificially low interest rates, it makes it super easy for people to get indebted. And you aren't even thinking about it. Now, you, 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 you listen to this article. You know, she's, she's quoting the fact, she says, even with the pandemic raging, a battered economy and the highest unemployment since the Great Depression, median home price lists still jumped 3.1% year over year last week, according to most realtor recent data, realtor.com data. Of the seven days ending May 23rd, that's about double the 1.5% annual rise from the previous week ending May 16th. You're talking weeks. 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 You, you can't even imagine the, the shallowness of the analysis. That's, that's the only way to, 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 to describe this, this shallowness of, analysis, of analysis. It, it, it says, there's still buyers in the market, says Realtor.com senior economist George Ray too. But given the very limited number of properties available, buyers are willing to pay more. Really? With what money, George? Oh yeah, I recognize that there's a, uh, there's multi-offers in all sorts of situations and I've got a property right now where there's multiple offers and I get it. People want to buy a home. But to assume that that means that this is not going to mean a recessionary environment is insanity. You know, you can't even trust the articles you read in the paper. You can't. I mean, on one week, right? I mean, they act as if we, we they act as if we can't go back in time in Google and YouTube and, and see what they say. I mean, check this out. You know, they're saying the U.S. new home sales ex unexpectedly rise in April, right? This is May 26th. The Commerce Department said Tuesday that new home sales increased 0.6%, 0.6%, not even 1%, not just barely over half a percent. They increased new home sales, increased 0.6% to a seasonally adjusted annual rate of 623,000 units last month. Still, the increase left the bulk of March's 13.7 plunge intact. Yeah, you forgot about that part, right? Yeah, you plunge, you crash into a, a tree, you back up two inches and you call that a recovery. You know, March's sales page, pace was revised down to 619,000 units from the previously reported 627,000 units. You know, they act as if you can't go back in time and look in the market right now and see what they were saying just a few weeks ago. Because yes, new home sales might be going up. People getting, yes, they are wanting to get out of the house, pent up buyer demand, yeah, about all that stuff. I get it, okay? But what happens when you actually have to close? It's one thing to put your money, oftentimes non-refundable, down on buying new construction. But what happens if you can't sell your home like you wanted to at the price you wanted to, or you can't get the loan you needed to qualify for the property you wanted to buy? Well, guess what? You cancel the sale. You know, you, you have what's called a pending sale, 
and it cancels, right? And guess what? If you look back in the history of this very same, you know, article of this issue, U.S. pending home sales dropped almost 21% as buyers stay home. This is just two weeks ago, right? Pending single family home sales fell by 21% in March compared to February, right? As the as the uh, as the economic impact of COVID-19 took its toll on the real estate sector, according to NAR. Well, yeah. Yeah, imagine that. All these people going out into the market, buying a property, and then ultimately being unable to close. That percentage is 21%, but you're going to you're going to crow from the rooftops about a, a like a half a percent of an increase in new sales. Meanwhile, US pending home sales, the ones that are existing in Arizona, in, 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 in Seattle, in Texas, wherever you live, right? U.S. pending home sales, the index falls to its lowest index since 2001, right? So you got the pending home sales going down as well as the new home sales going down, right? Existing home sales went down. Pending home sales decreased 21.8% to a level of 69, the lowest in records back to 2001 after falling 20.8% in March, according to National Association of Realtors data on Thursday. Listen, guys, you know, they're going to tell you that, that, that it's a good time, that, 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 that there's no problems, that you should go out and buy and buy and buy. And meanwhile, they're pumping money into the economy. They're propping up the stock market. And they're allowing people to exit with big bonuses, sell their stocks off and deleverage themselves at the taxpayer expense. We do not need more stimulus. What we need is to get back to work. We don't want things to be what they used to be. We want things to be better than they were. Better than they were in 1971. Better than they were in 1934. We want to go back to something that's going to be meaningful. The gold standard would be helpful. Let's start there. If we can't start there, then let's start with something practical, like this Tenth Amendment, right? You know, why don't we just go ahead and start having our, our 10th Amendment in the Constitution allow us to go ahead and nullify some of the things that we don't want to be a part of? You know, if we don't we want if we don't want to be a part of the federal government stuff, if they don't have federal jurisdiction over that, why the hell are we doing it? We need to assert more states' rights and other states' rights need to the states need to do the same. The federal government is getting out of control. They're allowing the Fed to burn the entire country to the ground. And they're taking an active part of it. Guys, thanks for listening to me vent for 20 minutes or so. Trust me, it helps me out. I really appreciate it. Tell me what you think in the comments section below. And as always, have a powerful sales day. Bye-bye.